everyone. Welcome to Cinephiles Radio. I'm your host, Steve Pisa. Thank you so much for joining us today. Today we have Janelle Haney. Actress, stunt artist, or performer. She's worked on one of our favorite shows in the entire world, The Mandalorian. We'll be talking about her in about that in a couple seconds. Give us a call. 515-602-9609. I see we have a nice, large audience listening today. Hey, Janelle, looks like we have around, uh, what is that? Let's see. Around 1,200 people listening, 1,500 people listening. Well, 1,200 people and growing, but I, I know it's going to land on 15. How are you guys doing out there? What are you guys going to do when the pandemic is over, huh? I don't think anybody knows. A lot of you will say, I won't be shaking hands anymore. I won't be hugging people anymore. I won't be doing this or that or this or that. Let me tell you something. If you guys had that great of a memory, certain people wouldn't be making movies anymore. (laughs) You certainly wouldn't be watching Rosemary's Baby anymore. Roman Polanski is is certainly a a piece of garbage, but people still watch his movies. So I don't think you guys have that great of a memory. So I think with a certain amount of time, you'll be forgiving each other and just moving on with your lives. I'm glad you're all here with us today. Thank you so much for being here. You know, no better time than the present. Let's bring Janelle on. Let's give her a a clap track, right? Everybody deserves a clap track. (laughs) Here's that clap track. (laughs) Hi, Janelle. (laughs) Hi, Steve. That was an amazing welcome. I love the clap track. <laughs> they love you. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. I'll just play that everywhere I go. <laughs> you know what? I'm telling you, no matter where you go, you should have a clap track waiting for you. You'd always have the confidence of a demigod. Right? It would just pump you up. You would always be in a good mood. <laughs> I'm telling you. Now, before oh we get God. started, before we get started, let yeah. me ask you, you know, how are you and your family do- doing during this pandemic? Um, thank you for asking. We've, we've been doing pretty well. Um, yeah, it's, it's been nice to have um, not social media, but like Zoom calls and to be able to create those with our family. Everyone's been safe. Um, yeah during this time so really thankful for that have you had and... any uh, like zoom drinking like zoom cocktail hours anything like that <laughs> oh yes <laughs> I really like i mean that's every day <laughs> wow i wish you know nobody's ever invited to me one of those and i'm jealous i, I like watch it all the time I'm like come on man <laughs> <laughs> well it's more like i just call my friend and say let's drink some wine <laughs> <laughs> How's the rest of your family doing? That much more fun. Doesn't it? Day day drinking is the most amazing thing that's been created by uh, motherhood (laughs) and the coronavirus. (laughs) Right? Oh, my gosh. 
that is the truth. How has your family been? Are you you guys staying safe? Yeah, we're staying safe. I'm, you know, I'm very happy that my family's doing well. I, you know, I I do have a mother that's over 70 years old. I do worry about her, but she's in San Francisco yeah. uh, under lock and key by my brother. So I'm pretty I'm pretty confident <laughs> that uh, he doesn't want two graves to be dug uh, if anything yeah. happens to her. Uh, <laughs> right. <He's> responsible. <laughs> I know. I did I, tell I, him, you know, I, like if something happens to her, there'll be two two graves dug. Good. <laughs> You're watching. I uh, I heard on a previous one of your podcasts that you are the youngest, and I'm the youngest. Oh. Four. Wow. You're the youngest of four. Yeah, I'm the youngest of three. Oh, nice. All so right. we're, the, we're the brats. So we understand each other. Right. They say we're spoiled, but I don't I believe think- it. I do believe it, actually. Now, I, I do totally believe it now. I mean, you, what, what they say is that the first child is responsible for everything. By the way, if my eldest, my, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure my eldest brother does listen to my broadcast, but he was never responsible for anything. This guy would never took responsibility. Come on, man. And my middle brother, my middle, my middle brother took responsibility out of guilt. And I right. felt guilty okay. out of everything. So, like, there's something yes. about, Catholic, like, old-school Catholicism that just makes you feel guilty about all kinds of crap. And I think the youngest is just naturally more empathic. We just want to make everyone happy and I agree with feel you. for people. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Wait, which, which broadcast did you hear of mine? Who, who did you listen to me speaking to? Um, it was Michelle. It was two Ooh. or three podcasts ago. She's yeah. awesome. Michelle's um, awesome. Super badass. Yeah. Yeah. Super. But a lot of the women talented. that I talk to are just are are super badasses and, and just yeah. Awesome, you know, awesome. if you, you did you see the list of these women that I mean, it's like oh my god, these people if they were an army they would kill anything. <laughs> right. <laughs> we should just get this uh, stunt woman army going. I know I looked at your list. And I was like, oh, okay, well, no pressure there. <laughs> well, I wanted to bring you on. And it'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Now, now you, you, are, you are technically an L.A. native. I mean, you were, you were born in, in Chino, right? I mean, close to Corona. That's right. Yeah. 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 Um, far out of L.A., 50 minutes nope. or so. Huge Walmart by where, where you live. What was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nothing too exciting. There was, you know, a lot of dairies out there. Um, but, yeah, I grew up in Chino. I went to Chino Hills High. And it's so funny because growing up, I always had this mentality. And I think that anyone has this wherever they grow up. It was like, I'm getting out of California. I hate L.A. I hate right. Southern California. Because right. that's what you know. And every job and opportunity <laughs> <laughs> kept me here and that and right. now I'm happy and I appreciate uh the west coast. <laughs> well, you know, I I would ask any any normal human being like what what got you into wanting to be as a child. I'm talking about as a child. Mm. What got you into acting and 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 stunt work like perspective of like your mother and your father. What what do they do? They're both accountants, actually. <laughs> you know, kind of. A, How did I know? I knew the that. The opposite. <laughs> I knew that. Uh, yes. You yeah, are the youngest yeah. child. 
<laughs> oh no. Good thing? Bad thing? <laughs> no, no, no. It just makes sense. You know, like we jump off the roof and they do the yeah. numbers. Right. Yes. Both of them from um me wanting to I mean, we'll get into that, but like I quit my corporate job and they were both super supportive, which is right. was a shock to me because they're all about like security and numbers and right. have a nine to five. Um it doesn't but seem like a shock I, to me, though. It seems like they would be supportive of that, considering the fact that it's not part of your personality or, or what you want yeah. to do, you know? Yeah, yeah. It was definitely scary, and it's definitely one of those things. I My heart breaks for other people who have families who aren't supportive. And, I mean, that's one thing that keeps you going. Like, I'm very close with my family. So to have their support and the push right. of, you know, you've got to keep doing this. This is what you're meant for. <laughs> right huge right did you do did you do like school plays anything like that I was in theater as a child uh for a little bit and I actually did want to do acting as a kid and then as I grew up into my into junior high and high school I was really shy I was a gymnast I was a competitive gymnast that was life it was all about gymnastics and being physical but um yeah, I wasn't, I was pretty shy and I think I can still get that way, but yeah. there, there was always that performing. And when I was able to tap into that performance, it felt so good. Um, it just became harder to get into that. Right. Right. Yeah. Did you, did you train martial arts or gymnastics or anything like that when you were young? Um, I, so I was in gymnastics from the time I was four years old and I quit. Yeah. I quit when I was 17. I just kept getting injuries, but throughout junior high and high school, I was going to gymnastics 30 to 40 hours a week. So that was solid solid nine years of manic gymnastics. (laughs) Yes, it was. It was all I knew. It was all I wanted. Um, it was everything to me. So, and you know, it was took up all my time and my grades definitely suffered because of that. But it, I, I loved it. I loved the movement and the competitiveness and all the other things that it teaches you like discipline and hard work. And I wouldn't trade any of that for anything. And it's funny because, you know, when you grow up in gymnastics, it's like, there's no real future in this. You know, your people's caps are 18, maybe 22 if you get lucky, but there's no real future. And then now we joke around and I'm like, mom, look, all those gymnastics lessons, they paid off. (laughs) (laughs) They helped me in stunts. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I yeah I didn't do martial arts or anything as a kid, which I'm yeah. oh I wish I would have found it sooner. Yeah, well you, you found something arts. that you found something that's a physical art though. I mean, mind and body symbiosis is really what you want to do. Now, you know, I want to stop mm-hmm. you right now because your mm-hmm. your voice is a little inconsistent. I can hear you clear sometimes, like extremely oh. clear, and then you're fading away okay. a little bit. And I want everybody okay. to hear everything you have to say. Yeah, is this better? That's better. Yes. Can you hear no. me pretty well? 
I can hear you pretty well. No, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make a remark on that because I've been I've been teaching martial arts for over thirty years. You know, mind and body symbiosis. Yeah, yeah mind and body symbiosis is everything we want. Whether you're in ballet, whether you're in gymnastics, whether you're in martial arts, mm. you're you're doing something extremely special, and mm. that that's what it means. So whether you're in martial arts now, it only helps out your martial arts later on. So if I if I had somebody right. who was like a gymnastics like later on in their life, I'd be like, I know what I'm going to do with this person. Like I would know what I was going to do with that person. Does yeah. that make sense to you? Yeah. Like you have a, a you have this body awareness where right. maybe you don't know this exact movement, but you can mm-hmm. pick it up really quickly because really you're so fast. aware of movement right. and in touch with that. Right. I mean, you can't, you can't teach that. It, it Well, you can teach it, but it, it needs to be, a constant training perspective and you have to train that into your body. So like yeah. you would have to like say, just go throw the ball in the air 50,000 times. You know what I mean? So you did that. Yeah. So when was the first time you did train martial arts then? It was about four years ago. Okay. Um, I, it was when I started to turn the wheels on yeah, I think it was four years ago when I quit my job and I had started meeting people in the industry and I got together. There was a guy who would do karate in the park for four hours of a Sunday. And I loved it. It was just like the structure and the discipline and the formula. I just felt like, I don't know if this sounds weird or not, but it was like, oh, this is like I'm back in gymnastics. Like right. structure. I, right. I love structure and so um, yeah. and being physical. And so, oh, man, that, that was my first taste of it. And yeah. then I went on to do Taekwondo, which I loved. And I think yeah. I had an advantage in some ways because it was, you know, it's all kicking. So I'm like, well, right, yeah, right. kick really high. I just need to learn how to control it <laughs> yeah I, I you know you you guys you know a gymnast would be the the scariest kind of person in in taekwondo because it's all about height and like your your legs are incredibly important in gymnastics your legs yeah. are incredibly important yes can i ask what i'm i love i love martial arts i can talk about it and i want to be a student for life but what martial arts did you um train and and teach I've been teaching a combination of Wutong Mountain and Shaolin Kung Fu. So Wutong Mountain is, oh, is awesome. uh, where Tai Chi Chuan was created by Chen San Feng and the Shaolin Temple. So obviously is where the Shaolin Temples are. So I've been teaching yeah. uh, Wutong Mountain and Shaolin Kung Fu called Peace of Mind Way, as well as weapons, uh, Tai Chi, oh. and yeah, it, grappling and that kind of thing. So it's, I've been teaching that for over 30 years. So I've been, really enjoyed That's myself. That's amazing. Yeah, I love martial arts very much. I, I got very lucky, as a lot of people, martial artists would say, uh, which I've heard them say a thousand times, you know, when we find a martial arts school that we like that is good, because you, mm-hmm. because a lot of it is proximity. So when you find a martial arts school yeah. that is good and, and you're in there for a long time and, and it trains you well, you do feel yeah. a sense of like blessing or luck because there are a lot of schools that are just garbage. And yeah. you could easily have been caught up with them or, or, or maybe the masters are, are good, but they're angry. And mm-hmm. I, I, I remember, may I tell you a story real quick? Yes, please. Yeah. I remember, I um, 
you know, I, I had a, a friend of mine from college and he wanted me to go mm-hmm. train at his school. And he brought me to his dojo in Santa Monica and it was late at night. And he said, let's just play around. Let's kick up a couple bags. His father was a well-renowned grandmaster, kickboxing champion, all this stuff. And when he showed up, he was angry that we were playing around in in his dojo. And I was barely 17, 18 years old, barely. I was just a child. And I had been training before, but I was not very, I was not as, obviously I was not as experienced as he was. He threw a back kick on me. And I can feel every, yeah, he threw a back kick on me on purpose just to show me who was boss. And I can feel every vertebrae snap. Every, every part of my body just cracked into place. And I thought to myself, if I can come back with a gun, I would kill you. Yeah. Because it, it was that violent. It was that violent. And what I thought to myself after that point, it was, it was repulsive. It was scary and repulsive. And what I thought from that moment on, it was, I would never in my entire life train with a human being who thought this way. I would never be around somebody who thought this way. I don't ever want to train with somebody who thinks this way ever again. Mm -mm. So when I see the the kindest and nicest masters, which I try to be, I know they're powerful. I know they're strong. I know their strength because they're kind and they're generous and they don't need to prove their power because they're really, really powerful. Does that make sense to you? And to be able to a hundred percent. And it's like, first of all, like what is the point of that? Is I mean, to me, it sounds like there's an ego issue going on there. And so that derives from so many other issues that need to be addressed. And, you know, it's like the person who can control themselves has more yeah. is more powerful is more is stronger in my right. opinion so that, this, oh, guy, I, this guy this awful. guy was in Taekwondo no magazine around 15 times you know 20 times and i can easily say his name and i won't care but i won't say his name yeah. but but he he was known for his back kick he was known for that back kick and he threw it on a young man and and it's like dude you're you're just you're just evil that's what yeah. you, that's what you are. You're just yeah. So it's so like you, a bully. Like, what's the point? Oh yeah, well, a, a a bull. I mean, you're talking about a bull against a chicken. So yeah. So it's more than yeah. just a bully. You know what I mean? It's like it doesn't make yeah. any sense whatsoever. It's it, it, you know, if he would have told me to sweep the floors, I would have swept the floors. It just it doesn't yeah. make any sense whatsoever. It's really just abuse. But you you oh. trained with a guy in the park and you had a good time. How was he yeah. as a teacher? Was he was he kind? Oh my gosh, yeah, he was amazing. He and so as you're saying these experiences, I'm like, oh man, I guess I I was very lucky. I never very blessed. Yes, really realized because everywhere that I went to, that you know, the guy who taught in the park, he taught it to us in a way that he didn't just say like, do this, do that. He would tell us the history and the why, and you could see the passion when he talked about it to where I it made that. you passionate about wow. it. Yeah. And those teachers, and then I went to the Taekwondo school, um, and those teachers just like can turn 
somebody who doesn't really know anything about that martial art into a right. fanatic because of of how well of a teacher they are. And they still, yeah. you know, earn their res- or not earn their respect, but like they people respect them because you can still, you know, have authority and be that person without being abusive or put people down. Agreed. And yeah. Agreed. I just I was really really fortunate to have people oh, who really brought that spark out in me. Well, what is your what what is your the favorite thing that you enjoy from martial arts? Do you enjoy grappling? Do you enjoy kicking? What do, what do you enjoy? You know, um, I would I would say my favorite thing is something that I'm not very knowledgeable in. So okay. recently, in the last year or two, I started going to Inosanto Academy, which is a Filipino <laughs> martial art. <laughs> I just had Deanna Inosanto on, on, on the show just recently. Yeah, I've known the family for oh, a very long no time. Way. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah the Inosantos are, are, are brilliant at what they do. Yes. It's so brilliant. And you watch it, and your mind is like, what just happened? I can't yeah. keep up. But it's it challenges your brain. It challenges mm-hmm. your physicality. It's I love I love all the hand trapping and using yes. their body weight against themselves. Right. Um, but it's definitely something that I'm not well versed in yet. Right, right. <laughs> Going to keep keep learning. I'm happy. But yeah, for that, you. that's probably yeah, my favorite so far. You're de- you're definitely picking the right teams. You know, the Inosantos are, are just uh, are really amazing, amazing human beings. Yeah, it's so humble. So like giving and that that teacher that you were describing earlier yeah those are the so, people that they are so what made you come into the uh the stunt game the the, the acting game what, what propelled you in that uh, direction yeah so i uh i don't know if i mentioned this or i i was in a corporate job for a makeup company for seven years oh, so i worked in public yeah. <laughs> public relations for seven years um and for a makeup company, totally not on that. Yes, for a makeup company, uh, for Urban Decay, and it was an oh, amazing, yes. amazing job. Yeah, um, it was. I was really happy there. I was had this uh, consistency. I had a future there, and I started training on the side at Tempest Free Running Gym which mm-hmm. uh, is in L.A., and I started yep. meeting people in the industry and just flipping around on my free time because that's just been ingrained in me, just movement. And so through meeting these people and learning more about what stunts was, it, the, the curiosity kept growing and growing, and my happiness at my job, it was shifting. There was a big shift, and it was it was weird because I felt so content and happy there for so long. And then all of a sudden it flopped, it switched. And um, I just continued to be thinking about stunts and movement and man, what would, is it a possibility for me to even perform? Am I too old? And could I even do this? Like, you know, all the things that go through your mind, you know, leaving something, that's already there for you. Right. And yeah, one day I just 
you just have this overwhelming sense of clarity and confidence. And it's like, yeah, I kind of know what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> and <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Do you, do you know, do you know Amy Sturdivant? Yeah. 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 She's a Mandalorian. Yeah. Or she's so in are it. you. So are yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. You remind you. You, you remind yeah, you, you remind me a little bit about her. Oh really? Oh. Yeah. You guys sound very. You guys have very similar paths in in life. I didn't know that. I will have to talk to her. I mean, I know her from a distance, and she's a sweet and incredibly talented person. But that's incredibly really cool. Talented. But her career is fairly new, and she's jumped very yeah. quickly. Which which is the yeah. same for you as well. Yeah, I feel very grateful um, yeah. for yeah. the opportunities for sure. Yeah. Um, so what? So yeah. you, you you said I wanted to quit. You you told your family obviously. So what happened? What happened with your family? Yeah, I I told my boss, and to this day, my bosses are still so supportive and will like send free makeup and me and um, <laughs> congratulations on this and that, which just feels really good because they were, they were an amazing team to work with. So it wasn't an easy, an easy decision in that, you know, in that perspective, but uh, my family, yeah, they the same thing. They were like, okay, well, let's do this. We're on board. We're, um, and so I was living in Costa Mesa at the time. So that's where my job okay. was in Orange County. And, you know, I'm, I needed to dive in. I knew that in order to make this work, I needed to make hustling and training and uh, working towards this a full-time job. So I moved yeah. home to my mom's house in Chino and I went to Taekwondo every morning. I went to stunt training in the middle of the day, and then I sent out emails for a couple hours. Then I went to hustle sets, and that was – so I did that for a solid year where I was driving from Chino to L.A. early in the morning, so going through a couple hours of traffic and then coming home late at night in a couple hours of traffic, back and forth, just exhausted, and, you know, my mom was, so I was living with my mom and she was super supportive. And if I, like, say there was a seminar going on with some stunt people at JAM um, and I didn't have enough money, it was, she was like, you're not going to miss this opportunity. You're giving up everything. You're going, you're going to pay me back and you're going to go. So it was, she was always there, like, fully supporting me and pushing me to to chase after what I wanted to do, which is pretty incredible. That's very sweet. Now I want to move on to, I want to move on to your first project, but I I want to let you know one more time that your, your voice Mm -hmm. is becoming a little inconsistent. So I I want you, I want, yeah, I want you to be clear because, uh, because I want people to hear you because we have, we have a live audience right now and and we, we worked very hard to get you on the show and, uh, and I don't, I, I want people to hear you. So you you okay. the first the first project you worked on was with, with Joaquin Phoenix. It was oh yes yeah that was my first project. Uh, I was a 
gymnast in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Really funny. He was like hallucinating. And so me and two other gymnasts were kind of like, I remember the scene. Yeah. You do? Yeah. Yes. It was a funny, (laughs) funny, kind of funny scene. I mean, it's kind of a sad movie also. It's a sad movie. (laughs) Yes. And he's, um, we're trying to get him, we're an illusion, but we're trying to get him to come join us in the circus. And we're doing flips and stuff in the back. And it's, yeah, that was, that was really fun. That's awesome. Yeah. did Did you get to meet him at all? I didn't. I didn't. Um, we we passed by him, and I, I know that what we heard from other people on the set was he is a very you know method actor, so very in the right, very in the now, in the moment, which totally, yeah. I mean, makes sense. Like, yeah. So yeah. No, we didn't have a, a chance, but he's super talented as well. That's that was I, really trust cool. Me, to I, meet. I, I, I met in him before, movie. and and he was in the moment as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tr- I I met him at I met him at I met him at a vegan hamburger place in, in downtown LA, Ooh. and uh, yeah, and, and and trust me, he was he was in the now when you spoke to him then. <laughs> so he's a very difficult human, you know. I I, I, I yeah. actually, yeah. I, I unfortunately was present when his brother dies, River Phoenix. Um, oh, years years before, wow. yeah, when when in Johnny Depp's club, when I was a little boy, I was walking oh. by, and that was when his when his brother died. So I've always felt like a connection to him, but yeah. uh, he's 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 always oh, been that man. kind of person who's like a genius actor that I've mm-hmm. never felt like you can kind of touch. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, yeah. He he seems very intense, and I don't think that's a bad thing. Like it's a good or bad thing. I no. think he's just that's who he is. He's just a very intense in to whatever he's into at that moment. Yeah. It's his life, man. However, he wants to live his life, yeah. and how, however he can give me, you know, the kind of you know performances that he gives, and be healthy. Oh. And be alive. Right. I, I support that a hundred percent. Yeah. 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 So the, your your next project was Ellen DeGeneres, which I, I I love her show. I watch it every single day. Yes, she's amazing. But actually, sorry the the next one was um, the Orville. Orville. And I only remember because it was the first time stunt doubling. Um, so the Orville, have you heard of that show? It's like a space. Have I? Come at, I watched the show. For, that's, we're looking ahead in your, in your, oh, yeah, oh, I can see that. It's 2017. I guess so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I hate it. I hate this damn program. I can see what you're talking about. So let's talk, let's talk, <laughs> let's talk about, let's talk about Orville. Let's talk about Orville, which is a great yes, show. Yes. It, it's, it, it's a lot like, um, uh, What's what's the name of Galaxy Quest? Uh, a little serious yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. It's like a yeah. I don't know how to fully describe it because it's serious, but it has comedy and. No, it's like Star Trek. It's like Star Trek combination with 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 Galaxy Quest. Uh, you know, it's 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 a it's a funny show, but it's serious, yeah. but not really. It's kind of like Spaceballs on steroids. <laughs> yes, totally. 
Yeah, yeah that, that was a fun show. That was Tell me that about was it. really fun. And I remember, so this was the first job that I was ever stunt doubling for someone. And the coordinator, I didn't know who it was going to be. So I walked up to set and I'm new. I mean, I'm, I'm still new in the grand scheme of things, but this was like second day. Wait, hold on. Did you stunt. stunt double Charlize Theron? Yes. <laughs> oh my God. This is well, when they were dating. Oh my God. That's incredible. Yes. Yes, that was, yeah, years ago, and I I walk up to set, and the coordinator is just very nonchalant, and he's like, so, um, you're going to do this fight, and you're doubling, have you heard of this girl, Charlize Theron? I'm like, um, what? Duh. Yes, <laughs> who hasn't? <laughs> Seriously, this is my She's only a goddess. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh! So little pressure there, but that was right. that was really fun. We worked on this fight for a week, and she's more than capable of fighting. She's had a lot of training herself, oh, so yeah. I stepped in for some of just the hits on the ground, and she did a lot of it. So, yeah. but that was that was really fun. How was it like working with her? Um, it was good. We didn't have a lot of interaction. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's but good. but you you Fine. played her in a, in a part. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, that was that was <laughs> you know really this, exciting, you, especially like you know, stepping into this new world, uh, and you're like, wait, what? The, what? <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> so, so what happened on Orville? I mean, you 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 played many parts and did a lot of different episodes. Yeah, there. Um, so I got to be a Krill a few times, um, yeah. which is you know the alien looking guy and a lot of prosthetics mm-hmm. and black contacts. So that was fun. A lot of that was just like taking little hits and um, running around. Uh, dodging things and and then one time oh that's right I there was um another episode about a year or two ago where I got thrown this was a wire gag it was a pretty hard hit which it was really fun and exciting to get that opportunity but I got thrown across the room and into the wall and then slammed on the ground. So <laughs> that was fun and also really good for the reel. Um, yeah, that was, that was exciting. I, Oh, I do remember. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I no, please. Rambling go ahead. On. No, no, no. I want to hear you ramble on. Like, um, the, like the Zeppelin. Yeah. I, uh, when I, we did five takes of that. So we rehearsed it in the morning and then sat around on set for 12 hours. Cause that's what you do. And then you're, you know, tired at night and it's like, all right, you guys are up. Let's do this stunt. And, um, I hit the same mark four times in a row. And then they wanted to move the table in a little bit, which kind of had a really sharp edge on it. And luckily the coordinator and I, we're both like, can we just get a little bit of padding on that? And I hadn't hit it before. 
Right. And thank God, you know, experienced coordinators can see those little details that can be a factor because on that fifth one, sure enough, I came down pretty hard on that table with my shin. So if there was nothing there, uh, it would not have been pleasant. Like it, I felt it with, a pad on the table and a pad on my shin. So, right. Yeah. A lot of little you know, details to look out for. I, I need to ask you, you know, I, I can talk to a thousand people, but they wouldn't have the same experiences you have on such intimate. I mean, I, I'm looking at your resume and these are shows mm-hmm. that I watch. These are all high class shows, high class audiences, mm-hmm. high class producers, yeah. high class directors, high class you know, uh, uh, stars and what have you. What, what what got you so close so quickly? Oh, I don't even, <laughs> I feel like there were many times where I would sit there and wonder the same thing. Yeah. So, um, because I felt like, how am, how am I here? I think I, I got really lucky and I also, put in a lot of work and I met a lot of great people who were mentors and who said, you need to meet this person. You need to meet meet this person. Um, For the Orville coordinator specifically, I was at a, um, there was a a stunt hustle and one of Mm -hmm. my friends who was a mentor was like, you have to meet this coordinator. And so he introduced me, he talked me up. I mean, I just had a lot of people around me, which was right. That's supporting the only you. way I, yeah, yeah, supporting me and pushing me and believing in me to where they were trying to get me in front of these coordinators and saying, "You got to hire this girl." But but like, not if I didn't not, have those people, not in a sexual way. And these these people no. were mentoring you mm-hmm. and and supporting you a hundred percent behind yeah. you. Yeah. Oh yeah. That is so yeah. that Luckily, is so nice. I haven't, you know, you hear about that in any industry and sure. I'm lucky or whatever the case, but I've just come across a lot of good humans. And you know, I feel like you can have you can tell you can have a you, you know we we absolutely we have intuition but, we can meet do, people and but do you think the me too movement has absolutely helped the industry mm, i think so i think but it's hard it's hard for me to really say because i i haven't experienced that right the way that have, some have people you, have so. have you ever been to the tours awards yeah Oh yeah. So I was I was at the Tours Awards and um mm-hmm. one stunt actress who's incredibly famous was talking to a stunt coordinator and she goes, Do you mind if I give you a call? And this is in front of like twenty of us. And he goes, yeah. Only if it's professional. And I, I laughed out loud. Nobody else did. I laughed out loud because I've never heard a man say that in my entire life. I laughed out loud. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like I'm like, seriously, bro? <laughs> really? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but but I understand now in, in like the atmosphere that we're in why yeah. he would say something like that. And I was just wondering yeah. if that that if that ever hit your button that that's 
maybe why a lot of, there's been a lot of cleansing in the stunt world, or yeah, maybe maybe right. you just never noticed because, it. Because people maybe are more afraid and aware. Like, yeah, you do well, women that. are not going to put you up their crap. Coordinators, right? And they're going to be caught and called out. And yeah. Your, they your can't over. get away with the stuff that they used to get away with. So people are more yeah. fearful. And, yeah. you know, it does stink because I've heard some guys say, well, I feel like I have to be so careful to where I can't even, like, like you have to watch every little movement that you do. Right. But at the same time, I think I, I get that, but I think it needed right. to go that far to yes. bring some sort of balance because there's not that balance. I completely agree. So I think that fear is good. I yeah. don't know. You should be aware of what you're saying Absolutely. and how you're treating people. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I think the, I think this whole, mo- you know, it's funny, the Me Too movement, I don't know if you've seen Bombshell, but the Me Too movement was, was started by, oh, yeah. yeah, started by women who, who don't consider themselves feminists. And don't give a crap yeah. about the feminist movement, but they started the entire movement. And that's really yeah. moving, you know, for myself, you know, to know that, you know, we're protected now. I mean, yeah, I'm a man, but, you know, we're all protected under these guidelines yeah. now. And we can do things safely and freely. And I have no problem hugging somebody and stuff like that. But I'm not right. a huge fan of these these Weinstein type people coming into our world and making mm-hmm. our lives hell. They make, they make our no. lives hell. Yeah. Yeah. But I think you're right about the, the whole movement and the more that people speak up, um, yeah. there's strength in numbers. And like, if you, if you feel like you're the only one speaking up, then right. I understand why people don't speak up, but the more people right. do, you're like, oh, okay, it's not, I'm not ashamed. Speak up about something that you shouldn't be right. ashamed of. It's so sad. Right. You, should never, you should never be ashamed of. I mean, I, I think Matt Lauer, and this is going to be a little political, but Matt Lauer just yeah. came out, you know, talking about an op-ed about that he disagreed with. And it's like, I don't know why you would listen to any, like, you know, I've got a secret button to rape women, you know, idiot. Oh. In the in the human world, like why would you ever listen to this human being ever again? Right. You are you are the filth of the planet Earth, and nobody cares what you think. Not when you say that. No, that's pretty. That's you know pretty I mean? outrageous. It's, yeah. It's cr- it's crazy, and nobody cares what you think. And there's an op-ed. You know, there was an op-ed about about uh, about, about what's his what's his name who, who got the Pulitzer Prize for. Uh, for writing all those great books and, and taking care of all these women. And it's like, you know what? I don't, I don't, I don't want to hear yeah. you, bro. You, you've already been no. trialed. You've, you've been on the trial yeah. and you've been found guilty and nobody wants to listen yeah. to you. Okay. Yeah. So I'm really, I'm really, I'm really, I'm really, so when I listen to your career, let's go back to this. So when I listen to your career, yeah. it makes me very happy uh, to hear that you had a very good and very firm career. And all these people are really looking out for you. Uh, they're really watching out for you and really giving you some awesome jobs. Now you went from yeah. Orville, which is an awesome show with some with some brilliant stars and an awesome creator, yeah. by the way. I mean, he's a great creator. Oh my onto, gosh, he's a genius. 
He's a. I mean, I mean, come on. He did. I mean, how many anime shows, animation shows did he work on before he did Orville? And he only got Orville because yeah. he worked his ass off his entire life. Right. But, you know what yeah. I mean? But but what did you work yeah. on after that? I don't want to guess anymore. What did you work on after that? <laughs> after that, um, it starts getting a little blurry. What did I do after that? Well, it's that? American Housewife. It's on Killer Robots. Oh, yes. Ellen DeGeneres. Yes. Oh, and it's funny enough, I got a lot of work on, um, what is that show? Days of Our Lives. Oh, yeah. Which, when I first got hired, I was like, oh, that's still around. Okay, great. <laughs> that's still around? What are you kidding me? <laughs> it's going to be around by the time your kids are dead. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Seriously. Well, you know. But it is. We're, Let's jump around a little bit. So how was yeah. Days of Our Lives for you? I mean, how was that show? That was actually really fun. And it it was fun because the show's been there for so long. So they're dialed in. They have this family-like setting to where all the characters, everybody knows each other. And it's like, hey, what's up? They're just very close. And they have it very well dialed in. Um, the first thing yeah. that I did on that show was jump through a window and that was maybe my fourth or fifth job. So that was pretty intimidating because you don't really practice jumping through a glass window. Right. <laughs> so you're that's like, hard to, that's hard to practice. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, <laughs> I can't really go home and practice this one. <laughs> <laughs> It cost a lot of money. Honey, so, make me a square. Yeah. Make me a square in the wall. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, that. Oh my gosh, that was one of those. I was so nervous. I had to jump through with another stunt guy, and he was great and calm. He's like, "You're gonna do great. You're gonna do great. You have to push through, though. Like you have to really don't. We can't right. half-ass you it. Have to commit. We gotta go. Yeah, you gotta commit and." And they only had two windows, so like pressure's on. <laughs> you right. get this. Um, and we only did it once, and it was oh man, my heart was beating so fast afterward. It was <laughs> exhilarating. I was like, oh, I want to do that again. Can we do it again? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, we got it. That was great. <laughs> oh, that was so fun. Yeah, that's awesome. How was it? How was it like the <laughs> part a part of like the lexicon of like Days of Our Lives, which is such a a huge show for so many human beings that have watched it for like I don't know a gener- generations really. Oh yeah, yeah, and the the man, I am so impressed with the actors on that show and the dialogue. They're memorizing twenty pages or more of dialogue and just bust it out and. You, yeah, I'm like, uh, I don't know how you do that. That's so impressive to me. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> let's move on to Fear, Fear of the Walking Dead. So, yeah, great shot, great shooting. How was that working on that? Oh, man, those and the coordinators on the show are probably the some of the best people that like anybody can ever meet they're just very professional very respectful and encouraging um this that show is amazing that's probably one of the most fun because of the people and i got to be a zombie in one of the episodes 
and then I got to double a couple times. The the last time that I oh, worked wow. on it, we were on a cliff. Um, we were supposed to be rock climbing. Uh, in the the cliff was 150 feet, and it was you're just for two weeks. We were just hanging off of this cliff, and it really can start no. to mess no. with your mind. Just hanging no, you're, there. You're, hang, yeah. you're hanging by 150 feet? Yeah, like on you're in a harness and everything, and there's a whole rig. I don't care about no stupid harness. Yeah, no, I don't I'm care not. about any of that crap. Yeah, you're you're no, hanging by and, 150 feet. Yes, and the, the I mean, the wall is straight down. Like, you're you're just looking down like, okay, I'm here. <laughs> but the coordinators were amazing like they you know gradually they would bring us up so that we weren't just hanging off too long and they really acknowledged they're like you know if you don't have any fear that's not a good thing like it it is good to have a little fear and to be aware and to take this seriously and you guys are troopers and we're going to keep you safe and just kept like really kept up the encouragement and camaraderie on that show. You're really taking Just to the point, every time that you were brought up from the wall, it's like, you're, you're doing great. You're doing great. And, you know, those, I know, you know, it's could be small, but that really pushes you to be like, okay, like there's, they understand that this is <laughs> tough and they're in this, we're in this together type of thing. You know, right. it's not like, Okay, great. Let's do another take. That that attitude is a little different. Right. That sounds. That sounds. uh, That authentically sounds scary to me. You know, maybe it's because I'm I'm kind of afraid of heights. But that's the first time anybody's ever said anybody say to me that that it genuinely makes me like feel like yeah that I don't know man that that's that's scary bro. It was yeah that I gotta say I was. Very proud of myself afterward, but really, like, I was quiet that whole time. <laughs> like, yeah. the coordinator at one point was like, hey, you doing good? And I was like, yeah, I just, you know, in those moments, soaking it you in. just, you're soaking it in. You're trying to do the best you can and, and I'll, live. I'll, I think I would be uh, eating edibles and listening to Enya. Yeah. <laughs> and... <laughs> oh, my gosh, that was freak me out i would like <laughs> oh my god i would i would not do well on the wall anything not to be right there at the moment that that would freak me out so yeah. you had a lot of you had a lot of fun with these guys huh yeah that that's a really fun show to work on it's yeah. um it's in texas they film in texas and they they just take really good care of you they always bring really good people together um that's yeah. That's one of my favorite shows to work on for sure. Tell, tell me about that's the Punisher because the Punisher is one of those shows that really hit big on Netflix. I mean, we all love that show. I, I would say that it's the second best show next to Daredevil on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. That's so. I I not only, but I got to work on it one day. Um, I don't live in New York, so I got lucky because it was filmed in New York and I was out there and I just, I was like, well, why not just try it? 
what's the worst that he can say? So I, I hit up the coordinator for the show and I was like, Hey, I'm in New York. Like if you have a day, that would be awesome. But if you don't, no worries, like have a, whatever I'm in town. He's like, can you work tomorrow? (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. Are you serious? Like that worked out really well. And I sat in a car, we were in a, a car chasing scene and we got out and shot at one of the guys who was trying to get away. Um, so that was, that was really fun because it was so nice. unexpected and it was like, Ooh, I get to work in New York and meet some of the New York team and yeah, uh, be fun? in Brooklyn under the bridge. Yeah. It was so much fun. How was, how was the so, team over there? I mean, I know the team over there are very professional uh, yeah. They're a little rough on the under the bridges, but but they they really yeah. work extremely hard. Yes, so Punisher, that one's mixed, you know, because a lot of the New York shows um, are are the New York locals that yes. that are there, but right. for the Punisher, they brought out a big team from L.A. So hmm. they. I think, you know, from my understanding, they had, it it worked well, but it was definitely like a little weird of, you know, these, these LA people are in New York and then they're hiring New York people. So there's a little meshing going on and it works, but I think, you know, in the beginning with anything, it's a little like, "Hmm, what are you you about? What are you about? Right. What are you doing? Feeling each other what out are you doing kind here? of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's my territory. <laughs> you know, so funny. you know, there is one show I want to talk to you about because, you know, these are the best actresses on the planet Earth. So it's American Horror Story. So these, oh, yeah. these are the quittest. When you want if a bomb dropped on that oh, set. You would lose ninety percent of Hollywood because these are the best yeah. actresses on the planet Earth. Tell, yeah. me, tell me what it was like working on that set. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I remember um, the last thing that I did. I and I I'm really bad with names, so I'm sorry. I'm not uh, doing a lot of name dropping, but the the actors in that scene were just it was so entertaining. You know, some sets you get on and you do your job and you don't really are, you're not tuning into the acting part of it, but this, right. you're, you are so engaged because it's so real. They, they make their characters so real and powerful and scary because that shows kind of freaky. So, so are you talking about like um, Kathy, B- Kathy Bates or, Angela Bassett. Oh yeah, Kathy Bates. She she was actually the one in that scene that I was talking about that I'm get I'm out running of here. Upstairs. You worked with Kathy Bates. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. She as that lady knows her shit. She is on it. She's like. You th- you think? <laughs> yeah. Right. She's only been doing it for. <laughs> You know she yeah. is, she is incredible. I mean she. I mean oh, I, I would I would kill a human being to work with her. She she's an incredible yeah. actress. I mean she is so so sweet and uh, yeah. such a brilliant brilliant actress. Yeah, she really she really is, and 
I think everybody's captivated by her yeah. when she's working because she's yeah. so good. Um, yeah, I got to be in the scene where she's kind of attacking all of us, and uh, I get wow. shot on the stairs. And funny story about the stairs situation. Sure. So I'm I'm running up the stairs, and they want me to get shot and just kind of lay on the stairs. You know, they don't want me to slide down. And so the first take goes, and I, like, crumble down. And you just have to go with it, or otherwise it won't look natural. Right. So I, like, fall, and <laughs> I just – the stairs were really slippery. So I <laughs> start <laughs> – Da dunk, da dunk, da dunk, going all the way <laughs> to the bottom. And they're like, cut. Okay, so we need to fix the stair situation. So they sprayed a bunch of, what is it, 73 or W? WD3, 30? Yeah, some, some spray that makes. So okay. they solved that really quickly. So that when they sprayed the stairs, I got shot, and then I just kind of stuck to the stairs. Wow. Instead of sliding all the way down, which was Look, pretty you hilarious. Were, you, were with, you were in an acting experience with Kathy Bates. Look at you. Yeah, I guess that's pretty wild. Yeah, that is, that is incredible. That's an incredible experience you just had there. I'm so, pr- I'm so happy for you. Oh, thank you. I'm so thank happy you. for you. That's... I mean, you, 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 are really, you are really blessed. You, are, you have some really yeah. great... Uh, you have some really great uh, energy around you to, to have these these people supporting you and have yeah. this. I, I, I'm not. I, I'm stopping right. myself from saying luck because I I don't believe in right. luck. Luck is for suckers. You know, lucky mm-hmm. is lucky is meeting a pretty girl at a party. I get lucky. Yeah. You know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be, but being yeah. blessed means that you know you got to work with Kathy Bates, which is one of the best actresses. Which, which I can top ten actresses that I can think of on my planet Earth. That's incredible. Yeah. No, you, I'm so happy for you're you. You're absolutely right. It it is blessed. Like, oh, I I definitely feel every time I think about it, and just us talking about it now and hearing your support just yeah. feels very very grateful for all of yeah. it. I'm very happy for you. Now, tell me about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood when you worked with Quentin Tarantino. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so that, okay. So I only got one day on that show. Um, Not only, I was so thankful to even be called in. So the main double for the show was out of town and they needed to put together this fight and they were going to put it together um, and then show Quentin. So it was going to be like direct contact with, with him. And I was so excited. I was like, Oh my gosh, I can't even believe that I'm being called to replace this super talented girl who I look up to and to just show like what I'm capable of. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Quentin. Yeah, Tamiko and um, yeah, she's great. I, she's awesome. Oh my gosh, yeah. she's so awesome. Yeah, she she and she's so, the standard that everybody tries to live up to. Right? You, yeah. yeah, I think a lot of people look up to her for sure. Yeah. Um. So I drive onto the set, and the PA 
is like, so Quentin had to reschedule. So you're, you know, you're still getting paid today and everything, but we're not doing anything. I'm like, no. Really? <laughs> so sad. Um, and then the coordinators were like, we're not doing anything. Let's all go out to, to dinner. So we hung out and, um, so that was nice to still get to know the coordinators and the team on right. that show and, and get a contract on that show. Although I didn't work on it. Right. So well, you, um, te- you but, technically did. They, they just didn't have any work for you while you were on the set. Right. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But um, yeah, super talented team there and, the coolest and talent, most talented uh, coordinators. I mean, Zoe, Zoe's amazing. So okay. just what to be in they, their presence. What, what was your set? What was your shoot ready to do for you? What, what was your, what was your action going to be? Um, we, well, they hadn't broken down the fight. We were, they were going to show us the fight that they wanted us to then was it, show. Was it the Quentin. last fight? I'm not a hundred percent sure. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I, I think so only because that's the only place, unless it completely got cut from the scene or right. the movie. Right. Um, because that's the only place that, that would make sense for who, who was in that scene. Like that's the only time that would make sense. Yeah. Cause those characters weren't anywhere before. So well, tell yeah. me about search. Tell me about another. You know, and I'm sa- I'm saving the Mandalorian, but say, just tell me about it because I'm saving that for the last. But t- tell me about Star Trek Picard because that's first of all, Enterprise is one of my favorite shows, and Picard is one yeah. of my favorite shows as well. I love the show, and I know the episode you were in. So, yeah. tell me about tell me about that shoot. And, and you were you were actually shooting with a couple of other stunt performers that we've had on the show. Yeah, yeah, I. Um, that was a big episode and a big scene, and I got to fight actually one of my really good friends, Caitlin, Caitlin Brook. Oh, so you're fighting Caitlin Brook? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Seven. She was doing the seven and nine character, huh? Yes, exactly. Oh, oh she's beating you up, huh? <laughs> she she killed me. Or wait, if you haven't seen it, <laughs> Caitlin Caitlin Brook is really an amazing for for the for the audience out there. You know, I, I know you guys have listened to the Caitlin Brook um, um, interview, but she really is an incredible human being. Very sweet, very very faithful, um, mm-hmm. and did a great job. Did a great job on the show. Please please tell me yeah. about your experience on it. Yeah, and uh, just a little side note, she was my first friend in the industry and has guided me and been an amazing just rock for me. And you chose the right friend. Now one of my best friends. Yeah, and so to to have that experience and like to train together and have that friendship and comfort, and then find out we're doing this huge fight scene is like. Oh my gosh, I couldn't be doing this with a better person. Yeah, she's in, um, she's an incredible human being, a wonderful yeah. interview, and, and you know her yeah. her belief in faith and her her faith 
is is really awe inspiring. She is oh, one of those yeah. human beings that that I really genuinely respect. So let's continue yeah. on with, with 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 how your how your shot went. Yeah. So we you got killed started... by her. <laughs> I did. She killed me. She did a good job. Um, <laughs> it's so funny because we did that. We worked out that fight scene for two weeks every day, doing putting in some real work and um every day the the fight would change and we you know we come up with this really crazy long fight and then it changes again and again and again so it was like I'm getting really great experience in all these different fights (laughs) (laughs) and um yeah so the first week we were in a warehouse and creating a bunch of fights and previs and then the second week we were on the studio doing the same thing and then incorporating the actresses who were right. amazing. They were both just troopers. They both put in so much work with us every day in learning the fight themselves and then um and then adapting to any of the changes that we had. Right. So that was that was awesome. The final shoot day was I I forget. I think it was 14 or 15 hours. Um wow. and it it wasn't like 14 or 15 hours hanging out. That was right. probably the most I've worked on set at a time, if that makes wow. sense. Like there was no, no downtime because the time that we, I wasn't on camera, then I was going to train right. with the other actress. So it was like boom, right. boom, 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 Do, boom. Doing like previs and, and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 It was, that was a really fun, fun hard working shoot. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. How did you, and how did I'm you feel that you don't see it in the show, but I uh there are two big cool hits in there that was completely cut from the scene. So you know, you're looking <laughs> at all the stuff that you do and we did this like wire wrap and then she slams me into the ground and then she close right. lines me. None of that's in there. Like, you know, I, I think I think the reason why is that 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 scene was already pretty violent, and yeah. uh, it was kind of crossing yeah. certain lines as far as the Star Trek world went, uh, and mm. because she was going down for revenge, and she was lying. Yes, she grabbed those two guns and she went down, and she's like, you know, okay, bye, and then she just went yeah. off and just killed everybody. So it was already crossing a lot of Star Trek lines. So. I can see why yeah. they pulled back a little bit on the violence going like, mm, I, I think that's enough. Right. I think she's dead. Like, I think she's, I think you did it. <laughs> I, I think you killed her. <laughs> you she killed her. everybody. Yeah. I mean, she had two, she had two rifles in her hands walking down, yeah. walking down the hallway, just killing everybody. Part robot. So. I know that that was the oh, most beautiful oh. scene I've seen in a, you know Jerry also you know the actress she's a beautiful she's a wonderful actress yeah yeah oh no no I was just tailing off of that she's incredible that was so exciting to meet her and work with her and then to find out she's really cool yeah yeah so you you talked to her you had you had a good time with her yeah so I was working with her because that's you know, we were going to be in the scene together 
Right. It's always, not always, but, you know, one stunt person and then the actor. Sure. And then you switch so over. So we were working. And then you switch over. Yeah. And she was great. And she was tough, too. She was like, okay. And wanted to get it right. And yeah. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. Jerry's, Jerry's no, no, uh, uh, limp biscuit you know she really she really is a tough human being you know i yeah. remember a long time ago when i used to watch Inter- uh, voyager and she used to wear that skin tight outfit she she would yeah. always say you know what i mean she'd uh, she, you know yeah. she was so tough in what she did yeah. i always I, I always sincerely admired her uh in a different way than i think other men might have because i've always liked yeah. the, the the ripley effect i've always liked like Alien and and uh, and uh, you know uh, what's it was another good film for for me it would be Alien and then Terminator I call it the Ripley oh, effect yes. where you yeah, yeah, yeah. have these women that are like Wonder Woman as well that are just they're beyond yeah. being women they're beyond being like <laughs> baby makers they they yeah. they're just they're just gonna crush your head in yeah. and it's, you know what I mean? And it's incredibly cerebrally. What? Their power. Just like, yes. It's incredibly I attractive. It. Yeah. When I, yeah. when I see, when I see men who don't like, or are not attracted to powerful women, I wonder more for me. I don't know. Where are you coming from? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, right. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what are you like? Shouldn't you like that? Yeah, shouldn't you ad- shouldn't you admire a, a woman that that is powerful? Like that's why you know having a woman president to me is like n- not a big deal to me. It's like, dude, I, you know, yeah. you know, I had a strong mom, I had strong aunts, I had strong teachers. It's not a yeah. shock. To, it's not a shock to me to see a woman wanting to bash her head into a you know a pulp. Absolutely. I am not sho- I'm not shocked by that atmosphere. <laughs> I love the kick ass female and I was raised yeah. by a single mom and she yeah. taught us <laughs> I'm sure so you know you can guess just like yeah. Independent and no, no, you before, work you hard on, and... before you move on, you mentioned uh, you know you had a single mom. how does she feel you know, now about your, your, your experiences, how does she feel now about, well, how does your family feel now about your experiences with what you've done? Oh, they're very, very proud and supportive. And I think also at the same time, they see some of the stuff that I've done and they're like, be careful. (laughs) Please be careful. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's the goal. Yeah, I don't I think you're going to be perfectly fine. Now you worked on you worked yeah. on the you worked on the Runaways, uh, you know, which is a, a Marvel yes. show again. And you worked on quite a couple episodes. Yeah, that that was a fun one. I got to do season 2 and 3 for the most part. There were a couple days where I wasn't available, but that was that was an amazing show to me just to be able to be consistent for one and um it was just a fun show with all the kids and the superheroes yeah and and it was it's funny because so i doubled virginia gardner virginia gardner and yeah. 
Yeah. And, um, I mean, I probably had the least extreme stunts on that show, but it was <laughs> still, you know, there, there are things like, okay, the people are going to come over and tackle you to the ground. And so I'm thinking like, really tackle. And they just come over lightly and you just sit down. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> right. But those days are really fun too. Cause you're just hanging out and you know, you, you still get to be a part of it. I've seen and every you're episode not you, your body. You, you, I've seen every episode you've been in. You what? I've seen every episode you've been in. Amazing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I love the show. It's a really, I, it's a unique show because there's not it's weird. a ton of kids taking over. Yeah. And it's kids taking over of, for their evil parents. Right. Yeah. yeah. For the greater good. Exactly. You know, it was a great comic book. That's what's one of the reasons why I wanted to watch it. But you know, for, for our audience out there, the, the, the comic book is about kids who, kids, normal kids, some of them know they have powers, some of them don't know they have powers, who find out that their parents are part of a club of evil, of an evil empire, like the Illuminati. So they yeah. decide to be part of like what you would consider the X-Men, where, where they mm-hmm. become a group that fights that group. And fights anybody they mm-hmm. send their way, which is called the Runaways, and it's really a, yeah. a great comic book. I and great graphic novels. I I tell you to go watch it right, go get them right now. But it's a great yeah. show, a great show. I love I love it a lot. And, and you know, by the yeah. way, you know, you did great work on that show because you know Virginia Gardner did mm-hmm. a lot of stunts on the show. I mean, I mean, they weren't light stunts. Some of them were yeah. kind of happy stunts. You did a great job on that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And she's great to work with, especially in this last season three. They're, they were amping it up a little bit more. They had a little more uh, wire work stuff yeah. to do. They were bringing so, up, they're, they're, they're pumping up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. They, they had to amp it up. They got to take out the parents or the bad guys. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so before that we, before fun. we, before we change, you know, cycles, let's, mm-hmm. let's, let's talk about, you know the 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 horse in the room. Let's talk about the Mandalorian. Yeah, I've watched. Yeah. The, the, I've watched the two episodes you were in. I've watched every single episode a thousand times. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> so I, you know, the, the two episodes you were in. Let me see. You know, it, God, who directed those two episodes? Yeah, was they it, it, were. Was it Deborah Chow? Let's see. <clears throat> you were in Sanctuary. Which was oh that was Bryce Dallas, Dallas Howard okay so you're you're Bry- with Bryce and then you were in the Gunslinger which is David yeah. oh you were with David Filoni oh <laughs> wow that is incredible the Filoni that you know they're, they're last season right because yeah was, that was filmed during the day yeah 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 wow. Those are really, you know, the Bryce Dallas Howard uh, episode was a little light because that was based on um, on the one episode where they landed on the planet and he was thinking about staying. Yes. Right? Yeah. Tell, tell me about yes. that shoot. And that, so first of all, I have to say that 
has been my favorite show to work on because it's at Manhattan Beach Studios and that is 10 minutes from my house. (laughs) (laughs) So that's amazing. Um, Yeah. But a side note. Yeah. So that was really fun. We, I got to film, I mean, there are incredible people on that show. Like Amy, she's one of the main stunt doubles. Latif, he's incredibly talented. Ryan Watson, Joe Perez, and I got to be brought on and it was night shoots. So um, there was a lot of coffee going on because we're filming (laughs) from, you know, five to five. And one of the nights, yeah, that was, that was really fun. Just being out in the field and like playing around in between takes, you know, lightly, not getting out of control, but like, right. um, And just kind of dodging that whole that whole scene was pretty intense because that's when they were being attacked that's and right. then it started by the, raining by on the edit, night. Yeah. really and wow yeah which was it ended up being a good thing because we got called back but um yeah we kind of sat out the rain for probably two hours just kind of yeah. sitting in the tents and like okay you know we're already out here we Hopefully it'll stop, but so right. that stopped our shoot for a little bit. Um, but that and was Gina a fun was on, one. Gina was on the so set intense. as well, right? Yeah, she was, yeah. and she's—I mean, Amy can tell you more, but uh, it seems like she does a lot, and she's pretty tough herself. She's very tough. Yeah, yeah. and I love that her character that she plays—just super, like we were talking about—that badass and charge and can take out anyone along the way <laughs> i'm looking i'm you know I, I was i was i was bugging uh amy because uh, you know i know she's going to be in season two you know and she's like don't yeah. talk about it you know? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk about it i'm like come on come on lady you know but yeah. but i know i you know a lot of us know what's going to happen in season two i mean we just can't wait so we're just waiting, yeah. waiting for season two. But, you know, you, you got to be part of another great episode in Mandalorian, which is the gunslinger. And David Filoni yeah. set that up. And he set up Boba Fett. Now, we already know Boba Fett's going to be part of season two. So you're not you're not saying anything. I don't want you to say anything to jeopardize yeah. your ability to be on the show. But I, right. I already know that Boba Fett's going to be part of, of season two because David Filoni already said it on Instagram and everything else. So thank okay, you, bud. So I funny. know. Yeah, <laughs> no, he already he already set it up that a chink 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 of of the of the armor at the very end was Boba Fett. So thank you very. Much. We already knew that, bro. We already knew that, David. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, we already knew that, Dave. Thanks. So, thanks so much, Jabroni. <laughs> it, it, it's a really wonderful show, and I really love that episode because you know it really played like a classic Western of the kid who wants an objective and then, you know, goes above his head and then gets knocked out because he goes above his range. You know, he just goes above his range. So what, what part did you play? Which is kind of. Go ahead. Admirable. Um, Yeah. What role did I play? I was now. I don't know if I'm, I'm digging myself a hole by saying this, but I'm not, you know, 
as um, well versed in these movies and shows. Like I'll oh. I'll catch clips, but I, I but I'm gonna do some more homework. <laughs> I was a the villager, so I was the one being attacked. So I was in all like the dirt on my face and um, had to run oh, from yeah. the yeah. the stormtroopers. Stormtroopers. See, I'm awful. I'm really bad. <laughs> you, you are awful. <laughs> but you're but you're 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 a you're you're a great you're a great uh you know person to hire because you, you can't spill anything because you know what I mean. You know, I was I was talking to I was talking to and you know, I won't name her name, but I was talking to an actress just the other day and she's the new Dune movie, a new Frank Herbert Dune Ooh. movie, and she had no idea which scene she was in. She was explaining the scene. So she was telling me the funny. scene, and I knew exactly what she was talking about. Because she, she was, she was a because she's a fremen. She's one of those. She's yeah. one of the sand people. She had no idea what she was doing. She had, so she just started spilling the beans, and, and, and I'm like, you have no idea what you what you were. You have no idea what you're talking about. You have no idea what because she was calling them fremen or framing, and I'm like, you mean fremen? I'm like, oh my god, dude! Like, you don't even know how important this movie is to the planet Earth. Like, we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna kill each other over this movie. I mean, when the when the when some of the screenshots came out, like we we shared it with each other like baseball cards. Like, yeah. like we we just we we just Instagrammed it to each other. We we like Twittered each other. We just you know we're like look look at Zendaya her new. Chinese outfit because she plays Chinese. She plays the uh, Zandia. Zandia plays the the love interest of the main character. It's like such a oh, huge like movie. Her. Yeah, she's yeah. It's, it's such a huge movie. It's such a huge character. It's such a huge. Oh my god, it drives me nuts. But anyway, I know. Can I admit something? Sure. I before quarantine, I had never seen any of the Star Wars. But now I've seen them all, so I'm all caught up. But like that, you mean old movies? If you say that to any movie people or entertainment people, I got scolded. But now I scolded anymore because you know I'll be honest with you. (laughs) I would scold you more if you saw you said you never saw the Godfather. Oh shoot! (laughs) You've never seen the Godfather, have you? (laughs) Come on, lady. <laughs> There's only certain movies that are like masterpieces. Come on, <laughs> please watch The Godfather. So, did, okay. did you? See, this is why this was supposed to happen, so that you can tell me to go watch The Godfather. I go. go please go watch The Godfather. Godfather. I mean, I people in the olden days, in the olden days, the used to say days. that. <laughs> used to say that uh, you know, uh, Rosebud, Rosebud. Uh. Is like you know the, um, uh, an American masterpiece, you know, uh, you know, uh, Citizen Kane, but it, but it's not. Yeah. It re- it sincerely is not. It was a great movie at the time, created at the time, created by people. Mm-hmm. It, it changed the way films were made. Yada yada yada. Is it a great movie to yeah. watch? I'm not going to watch it tomorrow. But is The Godfather one and two brilliant movies and unmistakable mm-hmm. films that will blow your brains out? That will make you think about yeah. films. For, for the rest of your life? Yes. Is Star Wars, you know, seven, eight, well, well what am I going to say? Five, six, seven, 
going to going to be like movies that are going to blow your mind. Yeah, because Star Wars: A New Hope, um, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi are yeah. films that are that are just insanely, especially Empire, especially Empire. They're going to blow your mind, just blow your yeah. mind. You know, and you saw the films, huh? I was, you know, I I think that before I had seen them, you always I had this, uh, Star Wars, and you make up a story about them, and right? You roll your eyes, and I was surprised at how much I liked the Star Wars. Now the ones in the eighties or seventies right. were kind of like a little funny. I'm like, oh okay, yeah. that's, that's what cute. acting was like back then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was good. It was just yeah. I'm glad. It's different. I'm I'm glad you got yeah. to see them. I, I I'm really happy. Yeah. So so the Ma- the Mandalorian, you know, you, you worked with David Filoni, who's who's going to, uh, really he really just took over the entire Star Wars industry. John Favreau mm. has taken over the entire Star yeah. Wars industry. These guys are in. Bryce Bryce Dallas Howard was really in there because her, her you know because she's friends with them. She's and what yeah. I love about that show, by the way. As they always have a male director, female writer, female director, male writer. So they, 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 Deborah, Deborah Chow is, is just, she's butter. She's the best in the planet. Earth. I didn't know that. Yeah. I so, like, so they, yeah, they, they really mix like it up that. with a lot of women and men. Yeah. Deborah Chow did, yeah. did the two best episodes and Taika Waititi did the two best episodes on yeah. on 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 Mandalorian, and she's brilliant. Uh, so yeah, yeah, there was a lot of men and women mix up, which which is what I love about that show. Yeah, that it's it's not about sex; it's about qualification. Right, right, a hundred percent. Yeah, how good are you? You know what I mean. Right. So how how, how is it like to work with these? You know, to me, giants. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're, I mean, incredibly, they're very high up there. Um, I didn't, you know, as a stunt person, unless you're on it for a long period of time, you don't get a ton of time interacting with the director. You know, my experience was, it was great and amazing, and everyone um, was a really there was no, you know, some sets that you go on and they're tense and you feel like, Ugh, I don't, this is not what environment I want to work in. I did not right. feel that in the Mandalorian. It was but, very but much. But they were interactive. But they're what? I'm sorry. They, but they were interactive. They were with you. They were there. Yeah. Talking to you. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, more so to the stunt coordinators. You know, they're. Right they're there to deal with the stunt coordinators and then the stunt coordinators pass it on to us. Um, so that was especially true. I didn't get a lot of interaction with the, the director, the directors on the Mandalorian. Tell me about the, tell me about the uh, new technology they have that is surrounding. Oh you. my gosh. <laughs> I think you need to have <laughs> somebody showed it to me this room that they have and was explaining like the technology and going on and on. And I, my mind is not, 
at that level. Like I was like, right. what are you saying? This is so ahead of the time. But it's this so is cool coming from see. a computer programmer, by the way. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> but you know, you know what they have going yeah. on over there. Have you seen it? So yeah, I, I I have seen it from the naked eye. How did it feel to be in that environment? surreal i mean i don't think i've been on a set that looked like that we so we saw the set that you're talking about where it's kind of i don't even know how to describe it um motion capture but all of the walls around you look like another world right so you're literally in another like another space world which is right a crazy feeling um and then we what the episodes that I did, I was filming a lot outside. So they turned this. You would never even think that this is in Manhattan Beach. You're 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 on this set, and you're like, this is so crazy. I'm two miles from the beach, <laughs> and you're in this like dirt field that looks like a Star Wars planet, and right. completely transformed. <laughs> right. <laughs> what? How is this happening? <laughs> You you you, go back you are that. you are truly blessed. You know the the, the projects yeah. that you've been in and the experiences you've had and the people you've been involved in. Uh, you know, there's something about you that people want to spend twelve, fourteen, sixteen, eighteen hours a day with you. Can mm-hmm. you can you give me kind of a gist of what you think those qualities are of you? Um. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for saying that. And I, I, that's such a hard one to answer because I'm like, I'm, I don't think it's that hard. You know, I, I, I don't think it's hard. I can, I can like, give you 15 answers ready. myself without hardly knowing you, but I'm pretty sure you know in yourself, you can give me at least six. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that I'm very curious and I want to learn. Like, I want to be a lifelong learner and student. And so being on a set and following direction and being able to adapt and not argue back or be difficult to work with is a really important thing to have on set for that long. And, you know, things change so rapidly. So I think that's a quality that I I do possess is that I'm ready to just flop back and forth and wherever you need me to help and willing to help and, um, and wanting to learn and, and trying to be very respectful and not step over anyone's, any boundaries, you know, and trying to be aware. I, I think, and I hope that I, I'm very aware of, uh, other people's presence and, and what's going on. So I try to, continuously take that into account and like, okay, where can I be of assistance right now? And does that person need some time? Are they thinking right now? Are they in the moment of something? Okay. I'll back off and, and trying to read those situations. Right. Uh, yeah. I do you, can, do you consider yourself easily directable? Yeah. I, I think so. I hope so. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I'm I'm able to, at least in the physicality world, you know, acting is a little more new to me. But in the in the stunt world, 
I, I feel like I understand movement for the most part, and sometimes it takes a little longer to get, but yeah, I feel like I pick it up, take the direction that's given to me. Do you consider yourself likable on set? I hope so. <laughs> I think so. How I think so? that um, I think that I try to relate to people. So I, I think that I'm naturally an empath to where I'm, I'm trying to understand people and where they're coming from. And I try to meet them there. So right. when I am around people, I try to feel out like, how can I be of assistance to this person and wanting to get to know people and wanting to be curious about people. Um, and I'm sure that's not always the case. Maybe I don't know. You know, I, I hope I'm likable, but I, I do try to be friends and include everybody and not let anyone feel left out or, you know, have that. You you meet people who make you feel inferior. Right. And I never want to be the reason for that feeling. So I try to do the opposite, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I love to ask questions I already know the answers to. <laughs> this, is, this is the reason why I ask the questions, because you're not going to, you're not going to, you're not going to ask the questions of yourself. So yeah. I, I usually ask, I usually yeah. ask these questions because I, I know the answers to them. I, I know, I know why uh, people want to yeah. spend 12, 14, 16, 18 hours a day with you. You're kind, you're generous. You work mm-hmm. extremely hard. You listen you're directable. People want you to be around them because you have great energy. You don't screw around. You're re- you're ready to go at a moment's notice. You know, they're, 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 all these qualities are the qualities of not not only a soldier, but somebody with a, an incredible amount of kindness and, and and who cares about the project that people have been dreaming about for a very long time which is very important to a person who's been in a creative perspective in, in, in their whole life is on the line. The only thing they want is yeah. people who care about the same things they care about. And you haven't shown me anything else, but those qualities. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. That, that really means a lot. Um, you're very intuitive. <laughs> Well, yes. <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Let me, I mean, let, you let, know, I've, I've seen you interview other people, and it's just you—you—you you, you can see people, yeah. and that's that's a gift as well. And just your words—that means a lot. So thank you. I really appreciate that. You know, I—I'll I, be honest. I—I I care about all of you guys, and I care about you. And I really want you to do well. And I cannot wait for your successes to grow Mm -hmm. or to outgrow yourself. And I cannot wait for you to come back on the show and to just just blister the show with all of your accomplishments. I'm I'm not one, and I've said this a thousand times, I'm not anybody to be proud of you, but I'm extremely proud of you. 
And I'm extremely happy for your successes. And I cannot wait to see more successes hit the line. Let me ask you a hypothetical. There's a, there's a yeah. young girl that lives, mm, let's just say Diamond Bar. That, <laughs> that, that's a, close to where I grew up. <laughs> that's pretty close to where you are. Yep. <laughs> How did I guess that, right? Oh, <laughs> and she, you know, my last guest, she 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 freaked out because I I guessed what what this which what, what she was doing on a show that wasn't on her IMDb. She's like, "How did you know oh. that?" And I'm like, "I'm like, I don't want to say, <laughs> but I guess with with parts she was playing on something that was not on her IMDb because I knew what last project she worked on, so I knew she was working on the next one. Oh. And I also knew what scene she was working on too because there's only so many scenes you can play. So but anyways. Funny. I know, I, I know. I just, she's you know, like the psychic. <laughs> she, she had no idea how I play that one off, but I, I tried to explain the best <laughs> I could. Uh, but right. you know, so you 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 have you know you have a young girl in Diamond Bar who you know is doing something else, computer programming, but she wants to do mm. something else with her life. She wants to be more active. She wants to join martial arts. She's already done gymnastics. And she wants to do something else with her life. Maybe martial, maybe uh, movies, maybe acting, maybe, right. uh, maybe something. Please give me some advice for her. Yeah, I, I would say if, you know, you've evaluated something that you really want and that's, I mean, we only have so much time. I would go after it and I would, uh go all in because there's some people who, who start to go after their goal and they're kind of doing things here and there. And I would dedicate everything you can to whatever craft that is. So if it's acting, like getting people who you really admire as actors and then where did they go to school? Where did they learn from? Where did they train and getting in groups and getting in training and having accountability and practicing when you're not there and getting mentors who you trust and who you learn all of what you need to be learning. Like mentors is huge. Good people surrounding you and supporting you is huge. Getting knowledge, having the people who you look up to and studying. You know, like I studied all of the stunt women and stunt men who well, you, you I broke up there for admired. a second. You said mentors. Mentors are huge. Mentors are huge. Yes, finding yeah. finding good people who you can trust, who who you can go to for guidance. As right. far as okay, where should I go to this acting school? Where should I go train this martial art? Um, what's the best, and then doing your own research and getting as much information as you can, but not only doing the information part, but then applying it, going and um, practicing it in the real world, if that makes sense. So going and training with people or going and doing scene studies and getting together with a friend. And then if you don't have anybody at that moment, practicing with yourself with a camera, um, looking up YouTube videos, just like someone described it or 
put it to me in this way for stunts. They said, you have to just plant as many seeds as you can, as far as like you email, you know, a certain amount of people every week, you show up to set, you go to these events, you train with these people. And there's so many different things that you can do that's going to help you, but also like meeting amazing people along the way. So you plant all these seeds and, and then you go back and you water them and you go back and then you water them. And some of these seeds might not grow into anything, but the more that you put yourself out there and you stretch yourself out there in different ways, the more opportunity or the more chances for opportunity there are, if that makes sense. Totally. Yeah. So it's just like doing as much as you can and really using up your time wisely. Yeah. Right. What are you looking Going forward after to it. In, in, in the future future of your career? Um, oh, working again. <laughs> I love being on set. No, you're gonna you're 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 gonna work you're gonna work again. I mean, enough yeah. of that stuff. No, no, no. Beyond <laughs> that, let's go beyond that baloney. What right, are you looking right. forward yeah. to in your career? No, I'm I'm being serious because if if you tell me I want to work again after I look at yeah. your career, that that's just that's just really stupid. I mean, that's just that's just you know what I mean. That's come on, give me a break. Yeah, you know. But what are you looking forward to in your career? Yeah, but it's going to be yeah. over. It's going to be over within even six months to eight months yeah. to even a year. And right, even within right. a year, there's no way you're going to dry up. There's no way that a person like you that has the momentum that they have, that has the energy that they have, that has the insight, the ability to connect with people is, is just going to stop. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. So what are you looking forward to in the future of your career? Hmm. Um, okay. Um, so there are so many things I would like to keep, and continue performing and getting bigger opportunities for fighting. I love fighting and I want to gain more knowledge in fighting so that I could start to create, you know, um, and be a fight choreographer possibly. Um, I am very passionate about nutrition and health and, food being medicine. So right now I'm using that time to really dive in to that world and heal, heal people through, you know, education and eating the right things and vitamins and so many things that maybe we look over. Um, Very passionate about that and movement in general and just, there are so many avenues, but I love, I love this question because I need to, (laughs) Um, you need to think about it, huh? Yeah. Well, not not necessarily think about it. I want to be able to do a lot of different things. Yeah. I want to be able to still perform. I want to be able to help people with nutrition and movement and and going after their own dreams. And right. I think a lot of things, you know, what holds people back is not believing in themselves and really encouraging people and giving people their own power right? to, to do those things and take charge of their life. Well, I and, and, and the audience that is listening right now have zero doubt 
that whatever you want, you set your mind on, that you're going to get. So we, we mm-hmm. hope we hope to God that you set your mind and your heart in the right direction yeah. and in something really, really high. Because, like I said, there's nothing you cannot do. I promise you. You you have the chops. You have the brains. You have the momentum. You have the audacity. You have mm. the moxie. You have the energy. Yeah, you you, you have it. No worries. <laughs> You're an angel. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. There is no doubt in my mind. So, Amazing. Well, you're a great girl, and really we, appreciate, we, we appreciate having you on. We're going to give you a clap out here, girl. Is, is there anything else you want yeah. to leave with her? You know what? I, I didn't yeah. do that. We, uh, our audience like wants to know how to reach you. I didn't do that. So oh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, that kind of stuff. Yes, um, I am. I'm on Instagram, and you can find me at Jane underscore Hain. So that's J-A-N-E underscore H-A-N-E. And I post a lot of my, you know, health, fitness, sense, movement, news falling off rocks and into walls and through glass. (laughs) You can find that all (laughs) on my Instagram page. (laughs) So, yeah, follow me if you would like to see more. Well, we're going to follow you. We can't wait to see what you have for your future. We're going to watch yeah. everything you do. Uh, I'm going to watch The Mandalorian again today, and hopefully I can see you. I'm, I'm going yeah. to watch that that episode of Picard and, and see if I can see you get knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Go rewatch that. That's a, it's a fun episode. I have, it, I have it on my computer right now. I'll have now. to show you the clip of uh, the scene that got cut out. Oh, you have the clip with the scene cut out? I do. I'm, a, I'm allowed to post that. I'll go post that on my Instagram and I'll, I'll send oh, it to you. Oh, you can just send Facebook. it to me privately, by the way. You can just send it to me privately okay. if you want to. <laughs> I, cannot, I cannot wait to see that scene. I want to see that scene so yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. I'll send that over. Janelle, oh, you, you are so great talking with you. Thank you. You are awesome. You, you are really a, a blessing from heaven. I mean, we really enjoyed our times with you. We can't we can't wait to see what else you're going to do with your career. Thank you so much for being on the show. We're going to give you a, we're going to give you a clap out, girl. We're going to give you a clap out. Yes. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. This has been awesome. <laughs> you're the best, girl. Take care of yourself. <laughs> Thank you. You too, Steve. <laughs> that was Janelle Haney. What a great human being. She made me laugh the entire time. A great energy, a great person. You can understand why she gets those jobs. Listen, why, why is that person getting that job over me? Why is that person getting this over me? I can do this. I can do that. Listen, not only is she at the right spot at the right time, but she's the right, with the right people that have the right connections. Is it because she's beautiful and available? No. It's because she's kind, generous, and people can see that from her, that she's a hard worker, 
that she'll work hard for your set, that she won't give up. And when she's hanging by a cliff, she won't be yelling from that cliff. She'll just say, I'm fine. I'm fine. Even though she's freaking out inside. That's a very special individual. She worked with some of the greatest actresses and actors in the world. In such a short career, she's done an amazing amount of work. That is special. She can easily be said to be a special human being. You have blessed us. Janelle Haney, thank you so much. Janelle, thank you so much for joining us today. Having you on was amazing. She's kind. She's generous. She's beloved by all. A hard worker. And I have zero, and I mean zero doubt, that whatever she sets her mind to, she's going to make it happen. Did you not listen to her career path? Did you not listen to her resume in such a short period of time? She not only has the chops, she's on top. She's making it happen. If you're complaining out there, are you making it happen? Are you being kind to the people around you? Are you being kind to the crew, stunt organizers, stunt choreographers? Are you being kind to them? She is. Generosity doesn't mean handing out chocolates. Generosity means sharing energy, sharing kindness, sharing the wealth of love. Janelle Haney, thank you so much for joining us today. You were a very special guest. And we cannot wait to see everything that you accomplished in your life, which is going to be, by my estimation, a great deal. You are wonderful. And to all of you out there, thank you very much for joining us today. You get to listen to Janelle. I hope you had a good time. Remember, these are the days of reflection. These are the days that you need to look within yourself, deep within yourself, and say to yourself, did I read that book? Did I write that book? Did I watch that movie? Did I write that movie? Did I make that change that is necessary in my existence? It could be a weight change to be more or to be less. It could be anything you want it to be. But what is the point of being sent to your room by the universe, which is what the coronavirus is to a certain extent, if you're not going to think about what you did or are doing and change, come out of this thing as a better person, a better you, 
You are my audience and I love you. I implore you. Think about what you're doing in your life. Become a better person. It's not easy. It's hard. But nothing good is ever easy, right? I know you're all better than that as well. You're all better than that. You'll make it happen. I trust you. And I love you all. Thank you so much for listening today. My name is Steve Pisa. This has been Cinema Files Radio. Take care of your family. God bless. And please, be well.